On today's episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer entitled Halloween, we learn that underneath Casper's doughy pale exterior lives a sexy slender lady. My name is James. I'm Anissa. And I'm Tavia. And this is What What the the Hell Mouth. Hey guys, like I said, my name is James on What the Hell Mouth, and guess what? For today's episode, I only have seven notes. Yeah, I was going in and out of this episode, but I gotta ask my co-hosts this one time. Before we get into the thick of things, TC, Anissa, Tanisa, how's your week been? That's a terrible poor man too. Poor man too. Poor man too, because there's two of you. I'm the poorest man. You got to speak up, baby. Not me. I got my tax return. You got to speak up, baby. Uh, My week. There uh, you go. One, haven't done my taxes. Really running out of time. Going to have to do those when I get home after a massive nap. Um, Because we did Wing Fest today. We did Chicago's Wing Fest. We probably each ate about 30 wings. And we had... <laughs> some of them were very nasty. Yeah, there was one. one of them like it was very specifically like they had burned their wings, but there were so many of them that it would have been like a shit ton of waste to throw them away. So they were just kind of like, so they let the people who tasted them throw them away because because Lord everybody did. did. And then it was like they were mixing them. And I was it took forever to get the wing from this specific station. And um, he was like mixing them. And I was like, are you just making love to the wings? Or like, what's going on? And then I tasted it and I was like, oh, it's burnt to high hell. So you put sauce on it to like mask the fact that it was burnt. But it was so burnt that you could not mask it. Or maybe that was just the flavor. But I really hope it was just burnt. It doesn't matter. I'll never go back. But I got Hennessy wings from Surf's Up. And whoa. Those Hennessy wings them Hennessy were wings. phenomenal. Much and better those than also the, the first wings that we got. And so they it set fast. the bar high in terms of like what was what we expected. So um, them and then the last wing that we had were the best wings. We had an elote wing. It was so good. And I'm not really a huge like chicken wing person just because I sort of feel like they all end up tasting the same after a while. But this was nice because it was varied. We got a lot of different flavors. Mm-hmm. Some of them weren't great, but, you know, I appreciated the option. But those Hennessy wings and the Elote wings were by far the best ones that we got. The rest of my week. Uh, I got put on probation this week. So that's fun. Um, at work. 90 not like, no, at not work. like jail a probation. 90 day probation. I've never heard of such. Three months. For what? It's hard to explain. So on paper... It's that my um, out of office time, like I've been like off work for a really long time. But actually what it is, is that I've worked from home so many times, but I was doing it like due to illness. And my manager was like, well, it's not a remote job. So we're going to put you on probation. So I'm on probation for 90 days from Wednesday. But my numbers are great. Like she was like, your numbers are super good. Sign this uh, contract, though. See, as your old manager, I would have just, if your numbers were good, I wouldn't have given a shit. Yeah, the problem was that my numbers were bad. Yeah. But it's not, there's no work from home at the job. So what bothered me was that she was like, well, we'll need a doctor's note moving forward. And I can't tell you how many doctor's notes I've given them. And she's been like, oh, don't worry about it. I trust you. And I was like, 
okay, now I have to sign a contract that says for 90 days, I have to just like, I don't know, whatever, whatever. It's a job. Who cares? What else happened this week? I have some controversial. I have a statement to say. Go ahead. I hope I don't disagree with it. We were watching the new Power Rangers movie, which is fantastic. (laughs) And the one with Becky G. Yeah. I love her. And oh my God, Tavi's obsessed with Becky G. I want to tweet her every day that I love her, but I think she'll block me. Uh, yeah, go she for will. it. Or her nigga will block me, and he's probably bigger than me, so. I mean, I don't know. He's. I think he's pretty short. Anissa, you know you have headphones, right? Yeah, but I never them. talk she, like, yeah. loud enough with Yeah, you want to know what? Just scrap them. For Throw real. Them. Throw them in the trash. So, I was watching this, and Naomi Scott, facial cues... She's in the movie. Oh, she's the one that's not Becky G? Yeah. Fuck her. Looks so much in the facial acting as Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh. Really? Yeah. Man, fuck yeah. You I would never say saw that it. that's like the caliber that she's at? Yes. Not as many nuance, but I would say 90% at least this generation's Sarah Michelle Gellar. That's high praise. Yeah. It's also a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen the Power Rangers movie, watch it. I think the most exciting part of my week has been, um, and it pertains to the podcast, this is the first time since Prophecy Girl I have written a summary before we got to your home the day of the podcast. Prophecy Girl was the season finale, right? (laughs) Yeah, I haven't done a summary in five episodes. Or at least I haven't done one that was finished before we, we got here. I did it yesterday, but I did it. I'm doing a Squidward dab. And then I messaged James a lot about the podcast. And like, I was consistently like, damn, you're probably getting on his nerves, but we're brothers. No, you're also saying things like, hey, James, I, I really think this. And I'm like, yeah, I, I already know this. I always worry that you'll think that my ideas aren't good or that I'm being too pushy. And you don't seem like that. You do. The more that I know you now that we've done the podcast, I think like if I get too pushy, you just tell me. But like my brain will forget that. And I'll be like, he's just saying you can do this. So you'll shut the fuck up. And then I feel bad. But like when I was talking about getting high for next week's episode, I was like, he doesn't think this is a good idea. He just wants you to be quiet. No, I'm fine with it because I've already told you I was cool with it. I don't remember that. Probably because I'd be smoking. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Puff, puff, pass. I love my grass. Rather count cash than get a piece of ass. That's a song I produced for someone else before. Nice. But they were rapping it real fast. Oh, my God. Twista? Yeah. Twista has been inside this apartment before. I believe that. I'm I'm not even like bullshitting. I believe that. (laughs) Why? uh, Twista's not really like who he used to be. He's a living legend. I had a friend that used to like habitually smoke with him. She said he was really cool and didn't freestyle because that's what I think like all niggas do. Like if you're friends with rappers, they're just like, hey, pass that blunt. Hey, y'all want to hear some new shit? I'm just going to go off the dome. My ex used to do that. No, see, this is the difference between a rapper and someone who thinks they want to be a rapper is a rapper will not do that. And a person who thinks they want to be a rapper will do that. Hey, to my ex, like, if you're listening to this, don't rap for free. I hate it every time you did that. Like, we'd just be drinking and she'd be like, hey, turn a, an instrumental on. And I'd be like, dear God, please don't. And <laughs> she'd be rapping. And I was like... And then, like, there are these tweets that are like, yeah, sex is cool, but have you ever blah, blah, blah? Have you all seen those tweets? Yeah. Yes. So there was one one time where somebody was like, yeah, sex is cool, but have you ever gone on a date and you just chill in a room, custom instrumentals on and start freestyling? And somebody retweeted and put, I'd much rather have sex. And I was like, <laughs> I personally relate to this. It was just like, we, oh my God, if anything would push me to like go get sober, it would be like if we were still together, because there was something about like pouring alcohol into her cup where she'd be like, mm, got a freestyle. 
And sometimes it was in front of others. And I was like, there was this kid who, Ooh, I got hit with a lot of secondhand embarrassment. Oh, man. Okay. I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> there was this kid in our area who was a good rapper, but he only he did like one mixtape and he's white. But the guy producing him is black. And I think there was I listened to the entire mixtape and there was one edit. There was a blanked out word. And I think it's because he said the N word. And it's like, dude, I would not have produced the rest of that yeah. goddamn thing. I would have beat his ass. And that's what I would have put out on the album. Lots you would have heard his ass whooping on the album. You know who doesn't care about that? Travis Scott. Travis Scott loves to let non-black people come on his music and be like, nigga, 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 nigga. Like, that's he's the whole thing. a white baby mama. Who I know she's, I actually think she's been exposed for saying nigga. Didn't they get Jordan Woods a birthday cake that said happy birthday, nigga? Like, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> you come in to celebrate your birthday and your cracker friends have gotten you a cake that says happy birthday, nigga, on it. I'd be like, well, uh, there goes 20. It's I ruined. support you in all things, Jordan Woods. We love you, Jordan Woods. <laughs> but this person would corner people at parties and freestyle in their face oh honey you could have never pulled that shit on me at a party i would have fucking embarrassed you my friend's cousin had a friend named alex who would come over to our house all the time so much so that i started to think he should pay rent and one time he did acid and we had to lock him in the bathroom for the (laughs) night um because he was like I was like, oh, no. It's not. Like, he was like, nah, man, it's like too much shit in here. Like, it's like stuff in here. And like, I don't see it moving. And we were like, okay, Alex, why don't you go sit in the bathtub? And he just had to sleep in the bathtub that night. And we had to lock him in the bathroom because he couldn't figure out the lock. And he would like freestyle rap. But like, man, he was he was good. And it's like, it's insane to me when people don't know they're bad rappers. And a lot of my high school friends are rappers now. And I want to be like, how do you not hear it? How do you not know? How do you not know and hear it? Oh, when I started out, I I heard it and knew I was terrible. I was like, no, this is what I would just listen to it and say, what is wrong with this? Yeah. Why like, is this not good? I could be a rapper in the sense that I can rhyme and keep a beat. Not in the sense of the music that I would be putting out is good. And I, I don't make you good. Understand. I don't I don't I don't think that's how rapping works. I think rapping is like singing. You can be trained vocally, but that doesn't make you a singer. I could be trained vocally tomorrow. I'll never be like, not, like Whitney Houston was a singer. I could just be someone who could sing in the most technical sense. I would be able to sing. There's a difference in being able to sing and being a singer. Give me yeah. a month. I'll make you a decent rapper. No, because All right, I don't want to be like my classmate. So or my ex. Uh, one of the things about classmates is people would come up to me in high school knowing that I could rap and would say, yo, man. Yeah. Like. I freestyle. I'm pretty good at it. And I would just call them out and say, oh, like, when do you usually freestyle? And they'd say, you know, like, you know, when we're like passing blunts around or like drinking. I was like, yeah, see, you just you're drunk and high. So you think you're (laughs) good, but you're not really. And then they would just walk away from me. James, sometimes you tell stories and I'm like, how come nobody knocked you the fuck oh out? Because God. I don't know any niggas that let her you would have been nap. able to say that to. I think it was white people. Like that oh, I no, knew. yeah, it was. Yeah, oh, okay. it was white people. Because I was like, now, I know some niggas that would get high and rap and like, <laughs> I would be like, hey, 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 my nigga, like, no. And they'd be like, Anissa. And I'm like, no. But I got away with it because nobody was going to hit me. I think most of my friends also thought that if they tried to put their hands on me, that either I or my father would come kill them, which is accurate. Um, The more I know Anissa, the more I don't think that about her. But I definitely know without a shadow of a doubt in my mind that if 
I, I know that her father would kill me if anything, if anything happened. I worry that like if we accidentally got into a car accident and I was behind the wheel and Nisa died, I would die too. Oh, I mean, it's that's what keeps me driving. Even if it like, like, let's say I weren't at fault. Like if we got hit by a drunk driver, he'd be like, well, why you ain't swerve around that nigga? And then he'd like <laughs> choke me in my hospital bed. But Honestly, it'd be okay because I'd be with Anissa again. I don't think it would be my dad. I think it'd be my mom first. If I died. I think they'd both do it. Like that oh, would be yeah. what brought be them together. It'd be whoever got to you first. And again, I want to be clear. Even if it weren't my fault, I think that I would still suffer the consequences. Yeah, I don't. Like, you don't get to live if I die. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Anissa could kill me and my mom would be like, does she have any money in her bank account? <laughs> <laughs> Your mom is terrible. Oh my Man, God. I just, I've been in a lot of places where people be like, hey, turn it up. Let me freestyle real quick. Do you remember that party we went to with Rachel? Yeah. We went to a I kickback one time. Regrets. And it was, it was the first thing I think I took Anissa to where like she met people that I had known before starting it, our, our job. And I was like, I'm so, these weren't people I hung out with. Like they were classmates, but like they were all upperclassmen that like graduated maybe when I was a sophomore in high school, but they were people Rachel went to high school with who like she wasn't really cool with, but like sometimes people from Calumet City hit you up and they're Wait, like, Wait, did Rachel also go to your high school? Uh-huh. Oh, did not know that. That's how I know Rachel. Oh, well, she I... went to school with Morgan and they started dating. Okay. I thought, and I mean, you guys Morgan met... and I went to the same high school because yeah. we're siblings. So. Yes. Typically. I thought you guys just met at. No, I've known Rachel since I was 11. Dang. And I've known Max since I was born. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not since you were born. Max known you since you were born. You Since you've been born. You knew her once you were like cognitive, like brain function wise. around like 10 is when my memories start coming (laughs) in. I don't remember most of my childhood. Yeah, there's... (laughs) I think you're just blocking most of it out. Yeah, I read like like Morgan will send me articles all the time like, hey, so this is what it means when you... And I genuinely, if they're not bad stories, I don't remember much before 12. Hmm. we should get you into <laughs> hypnosis and record it on the podcast to try and like really drum up things that i think that like you would a... hear much more traumatic stories that you would not be able to post but i would still laugh if in hypnosis you were still putting the veil of sense of humor on it my therapist actually i was in therapy and i talk a lot about my childhood and my drug addiction the same way i do on the podcast and after i think maybe this has been my seventh or eighth session he went so like why like i mean you know you joke in the outside world about your trauma because you want to cut the tension. But why do we do that in here? And I was like, <laughs> what you mean? And he was like, so, you know, you don't have to like joke with me. Like you can like, you can feel those emotions. And I was like, I don't really like to seem broken. <laughs> crying so hard. <laughs> I was like, I just think that, you know, like I just want to feel more appreciated. <laughs> and he was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's okay to feel that. And I was like, I feel gross. This dude's a quack. Get him out of here. No, I love him. Shout out to you, Daniel. You're not going to listen to this. And I'm happy. But um, if you did, you'd know that I love you. But not in like a weird way. You're just the best therapist. He's the, I've never had a therapist be like, can you stop joking so we can feel emotions? Like I left. It was the first time in therapy that I left. And I was like, I feel like something happened. Yeah. And I was insane because, again, this has been like my seventh time seeing that man. Like and I re- I think all this time I thought it was the therapist that were the problem. But it's me because I hate feeling emotion. So I joke my way through life. Well, also, I would put that on those therapists as well. Now, because... Francois was a bad therapist because he told me I stunk one time because I smelled like peppermints. But aside from that, I think it was me. No, because the other therapists weren't noticing like, hey, this is something you're doing even in therapy please stop doing that so you can actually 
drum up positive results. They were just trying to get a check from you and dip out. Damn, they got it. So my week was not as emotionally uh, charged. I just went back to work this week. So that's cool. Um, Just Thursday, Friday. And I sort of finessed my Friday because I was only supposed to work the morning shift. And then when my boss was like, okay, who's supposed to leave? I just didn't say anything. And then I had to stay the whole day. And then I got off work at fucking 1.30 a.m. So maybe I have some regrets uh, about not doing it. But my paycheck will be nice. Getting that double OT, baby. I don't know what. Damn, my back is banging, y'all. My back hurts. Oh, fuck. All right. TC, you got this this intro or do you want let's or episode summary let's just not even talk about buffy anymore yeah the episode was great but i actually really enjoyed this episode it was obviously one that i've seen before so nah dog i'm gonna do this summary yeah do it y'all ain't had me write a summary to not do it and remember anisa we need to make sure we boost tc's self-confidence and laugh if you don't i will talk about you by name tomorrow (laughs) with daniel (laughs) I mean, I already have. He knows about a lot, a lot about both of you. But really? Yeah. What have you been saying? Um, usually I talk about you in regards to my addiction. It's not stuff I want to say on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> it's good stuff. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, am I the cause of it? Yes. Sam, James. Oh. You are the oh, reason I've fault. started getting back in. No, I'm kidding. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that the laugh? From Backstreet Boys? What? The laugh that he does at the beginning of Backstreet's Back, all right. I think I just, or uh, there's, uh, what's the name of that? Oh, um, what's the name of that song? Everybody. Everybody looking for something. Rock your body. What's the laugh? At the beginning, he goes, ha, 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 ha. And I think I did that, but not on purpose. And then at the, I don't know. Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Season two, episode six. (laughs) 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 and there's the first comment i'll make about you tomorrow (laughs) you're gonna just ask like please give me the raw files and anisa's already head back yeah anisa checked out before we got into your apartment this is why you cannot if you were in the green chair right now you would be passed out we have a sofa chair in the recording i always want to sit in it because i like being comfortable (laughs) and if you were comfortable you would be asleep I don't think so. All right. I would actually, before I read this summary, I really want to go over something because it's stressing me and I know that I'm being a pain in the ass, but you all don't understand. We have to do episode 21 as a, as a two-parter. It's a two-parter episode. We can't wait a week to do it, guys. Okay. Stressing me out. Stressing? Let's just start recording on Saturdays and Sundays before... I would love to do that for this season because this is such a good season and I want to get through it because I'm tired of not being able to watch episodes that I enjoy because I, I work really hard not to watch episodes of the season we're in, um, but I love the the second half of season two and we're so close. Okay, then let's do next week. Yeah, Anissa's not going to commit to giving up her Saturdays and Sundays. Okay. I will not. I'm All sorry. Right. Anissa doesn't want to do Saturdays. If Anissa could not do this podcast, I think she wouldn't. Would you stop doing the podcast if you felt like we wouldn't be disappointed? No, I mean, I do enjoy doing the podcast. I know that you guys think I don't, but I do because if I didn't enjoy doing it, I can't emphasize enough. I wouldn't fucking do it. Like, Mm. full stop. That's how I felt about school. They made my pussy hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I took offense in a deep place. I'm sorry, but I'm just saying, like, if this wasn't I'm not one of those people that's going to like force themselves to do something that they don't want to do. It's another thing I talk about in therapy. (laughs) I love doing things I hate doing. I don't. 
<laughs> I spent a lot of time doing things that I didn't want to do. And I'm trying to not do that anymore unless I it, unless it's something that I actually like have to do. So I do enjoy doing the podcast. Sometimes it's just like like today where it's like such a busy day or like especially when it's nice out, it's hard to feel like my Saturdays are already committed to something. So it's like, ugh, OK, I have to like get in gear and like just be ready <laughs> to watch Buffy. And I don't know. I mean, I don't mind it. But like if we could have recorded on like a Tuesday, but my schedule is crazy, so we can't. But like a day where it's not the weekend, because I feel like I work so much during the week that like getting to the weekend, I really just want to relax. So having something to do on Saturdays is hard. But I think my body now has adjusted. But like now when people want like my time on Sundays, it's a absolute no. Funito. If you ever want to switch it to a Tuesday some weekend or some week, we could. I mean, I don't I don't mind at this point. But it was just if we could do what the hell mouth every day, I'd do it. I love doing this. Let's do it. No, again, I don't think we you can. And, no, you and I will do it. You guys ones. could like, uh, what is it? You know like how you Photoshop me in like I was here, but I'm not. I mean, I... <laughs> or we can voice. I could be a voiceover. You guys can record the podcast and then I could just record like a voiceover on my phone. That would be so fucking. No, And you could just mix it in, James. I know no. that you're the mix master. Please. No. <laughs> Doesn't that sound delightful? You and I should do like a Patreon version of this podcast. So then we cut out Anissa from those Patreon bills, baby. That's fine. I'm okay with that. We could just shoot the shit for 45 minutes. I'd do that. Yeah. Let's do it. Hey guys, coming soon, a Patreon, bitch. Coming soon to a Patreon near you, bitch. <laughs> Damn, I'm going to enjoy that 45 minute nap. Whenever you guys do that, it's going to be so good. Well, oh, you please. don't need You're to like stay home. home. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, and during that time that you're recording, oh, okay. I'm going to nap. I thought you were saying you were going to nap on my couch. James said you can't come in my I house. I mean, no, you have a very, like, a very nappable couch. It's very good. That was an excellent nap that I took. Let's get back to this this summary, this sewed summary. Okay, let's do it. Hold on. I just got a cramp over my eye. You can cut this out. Sorry. I just got real lightheaded. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like there's like gas like seeping into your house or something. There could be. I don't know. Wouldn't that be funny as hell if we just died? It's a snuff cast. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween. Season two, episode six. Original air date, October, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Halloween, season two, episode six. Original air date, October 27th, 1997. Halloween, the one night a year when all the demons stay low profile. Well, all but one at least. Season two, episode six finds Angel on the prowl. For pussy, at least. That's right. This episode marks the beginning of a beautiful relationship between 16-year-old Buffy and her 241-year-old lover. Unfortunately for the sorely unmatched couple, Buffy is held up on date night due to some slaying. When she arrives at their date spot, the bronze, because apparently no boy in this town, regardless of age, can think of a better spot. Buffy finds Cordelia cuddled up with her undead honey. They weren't even cuddled. I did this without watching. Okay. Yeah, I do that too sometimes. And mostly speaking Sentai. Continue. The next day, per his usual, Principal Snyder passes what should be his responsibility onto three teenagers and assigns the Scoobies the task of costuming up and taking a bunch of kids trick-or-treating. Later, Buffy is seen, whoa, I put scene like, like a movie scene. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. 
Later, Buffy is seen saving our favorite nickel-dick loser from the school bully Larry. To Buffy's dismay, Xander, in all his micro-penis glory, shames Buffy for saving him from having his arms torn off and berates her for being the cause of his shitty reputation. Just in time for All Hallows' Eve, Ethan's costume shop opens up for business. Willow, Xander, and Buffy check it out and leave as a ghost, a soldier, and an 18th century girl who maybe dated Angel or something like that. Shortly after the Scoobs leave the shop, we see the shop owner Ethan chanting to a statue. Uh, that's how he chanted. That was not how he chanted. Yeah, he still goes. Uh, it sounds like you are taking a very massive shit <laughs> as opposed yeah. to like waking a uh, a Greek or okay, a this Roman is, god. This this was his chant. <sighs> Now you are a zombie? No, I'm a little Casper. A ghost. Yeah, the friendliest of them. Cat, can I keep you? Yeah. That shit was wild. Can I keep you? Like, no, can't no nigga keep me. <laughs> Feminism. I really hated Where Casper was it in the 90s? Movies? I don't remember it. I was a beeb if I was born. I had such a crush on Richie. I thought you were going to say I had a crush on Casper. And I was going to be like, yeah, that's that's on par. <laughs> no, I had a crush on his three uncles. Thruncles? They were, did you just say, punkles? She said thruncles. That sounds like some type of, that sounds like something you have in like your esophagus. Like shingles, but for your throat. They're like, what's wrong? And you're like, I have thruncles. <laughs> no, they're Oh, I'm funkles. thinking of thrush. I've had thrush. What's thrush? It's like, uh, essentially it's a yeast infection, but for your mouth. Ew. It was very bad. I couldn't eat anything. <laughs> Everything <laughs> hurt. And my tongue was dumb yellow. How'd you get it? When I had ulcers. Eating raw dough. No, no, no. What the fuck? Because it's got yeast in it. No. I'm also very prone to yeast infections. Well, I like literally just had one. Eating out some fresh vag. Wouldn't be that fresh if you got thrush. No, it's like it's raw vag, you know, because raw dough has yeast in it. Also, the average vagina has yeast. Ooh, guys, to. take a, like a teaspoon of yeast, drizzle it over your vagina, and be in for a fun time. Don't Self do that. Self-rising. I get out four yeast infections every six months, so I wouldn't advise that. I actually think I should see a doctor about that. Yeah, you probably should. There's there's a lot of things you should probably see a doctor about. <laughs> if but I could I? afford to see a doctor for all the problems that I have, I would, but I can't. And the American like health system is shit. So mostly I'm just hoping that the good Lord takes me anytime, even right now. When Halloween comes, rather than dressing in the ghost costume she likely paid $40 for, Buffy convinces Willow to dress like a whore? When the doorbell rings, Willow uses that distraction as an opportunity to cover the flesh I'm sure left James harder than his attempt at pronouncing the word minute. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Later, we find that the spell Ethan was doing turns you into your costume. And I'm not saying that plot was stolen from Halloween Town 2 Calabar's Revenge, but I am saying I thought that plot was stolen from Halloween Town 2 Calabar's Revenge until I looked it up and realized it premiered four whole years after this 2001. episode. Just the same, the spell is cast, leaving Willow to die, Xander to become a soldier, and Buffy to become a brunette and stupid. Willow and Xander are able to locate a confused Buffy. When Willow rushes them all back to Buffy's house, we find that luckily Joyce, because she's an absentee parent, is not home. A screaming Cordelia is allowed in and we learn that the reason she's not a human-sized big cat is because she bought her <laughs> costume from a different store. <laughs> While Willow goes to find... <coughs> 
see you, doctor. <laughs> Never. <laughs> While Willow goes to find Giles, Angel shows up at Buffy's, presumably to figure out why there are so many four feet goblins and dinosaurs running through the streets of Sunnydale. As Angel tries to kill his a vampire. As Angel tries to kill a vampire that snuck in, he reveals his vampire face to Southern Belle Buffy, leaving her so terrified that she does exactly what you'd expect of a stupid woman and flees the scene. Blonde and gaunt daddy Spike is on the hunt for Buffy after having failed to kill her at parent-teacher conference and runs into Larry, now a pirate? That didn't actually happen, but Wikipedia said it did, so whatever. Yeah, it did. Xander runs into him? Yeah. I'm sorry, Giles. No, I'm oh. sorry, Spike. <laughs> Spike runs into Larry? I th- no no that w- they might have gotten something mixed up. Yeah. It's when Xander runs into Larry and then pushes him away, and then Spike comes trotting along. What the fuck, Wikipedia? It, w- it was down the same corridor what though. What the fuck, Alleyway. Xander arrives to best Larry. Xander. <laughs> I also read that wrong. Xander arrives to beat Larry up, seemingly only full circling the storyline and to prove that he's not a loser, which he very much still is. Giles reveals costume shop owner Ethan Rain is an old friend or maybe an old enemy and proceeds to physically persuade Ethan to reveal the way to break the curse. Meanwhile, the corporeal portion of the Scoobies makes an attempt at barricading themselves into the building. They're no match for Thin Daddy Spike's crew and the vampires burst in. Just as Spike is about to put another notch in his dead slayer headboard, Ethan tells Giles how to break the spell, allowing Buffy to lay the smack down on Spike. And I can't think of another way to explain he's good looking, but good God, that is one fine man. In the end, Buffy admits she put on her incredibly hideous dress to impress Angel, who tells her, much like Owen did, he hated the women back then, likely because they were his age. He doesn't want a boring woman. He wants excitement, passion, a girl well over a century younger than him. They share a sweet kiss. The following day, Giles returns to the costume shop to find a note from Ethan, promising he'll return soon. Because as Jack Skellington and all the citizens in the town of Halloween, not to be confused with Marnie and the citizens of Halloween Town, Cromwell witches, bitches. Life's no fun without a good scare. This is Halloween. Uh, this is Halloween. This. Oh, I'm going to do like a Betty Boop version of that. Or I guess like a Marilyn Monroe happy birthday. This is. Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkin scream in the dead of night. <laughs> Anissa or TC had to look away, and Anissa hasn't looked at us once this entire podcast. I won't let you disrespect a nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> I want to be clear. You didn't sound like Marilyn Monroe. You sounded how when a straight man makes a cartoon and adds in a gay character, and that's how they voice it. They give him that gay accent. <laughs> this is the gay accent that I know. Hey, James, please stop saying Chiffero. I was just being Corwin from This Movie's Gay. Corwin definitely has an accent. Now, I'm not saying it's a gay one. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. It's a slight, it's almost Southern because he's he's dead center what south. He's from Memphis? Yeah, Memphis, Tennessee. Young Buck, bitch. G-Unit South. <laughs> Get Buck. Mr. Buck. Oh. Daddy got me pre-coming. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa wants to go home so bad. <laughs> All right, let's do it. So when we, in the beginning, before the, in the cold open, she's fighting that zombie Burr. and she stakes him with the sign. And it, it brought up a question. How come the sign doesn't disintegrate? Sometimes when she stakes vampires, things disintegrate. Budget. That, that's the only thing I could think of. 
Damn, that it's bad that they don't have a budget and we're on episode six. That's no good. Maybe they're they're thinking, hey, we need this budget for later episodes. So uh, guys, if we could just get there, guys. I just need us to get to episode like 14. We are so close that I can't even stomach it. We're so close, guys. We're so close, friends. You're so close. This... I think actually, no, it's episode 12, I think. This season's got you pre-coming. I am pre-coming. I'm super excited to bust this fat-ass nut. Hey, guys, did you know ladies pre-come just like men? Yes, I did know that. I once told TC, I exclaimed, hey, women can come too. (laughs) (laughs) Can cameras pick up vampires? Yeah. um, Because I guess they're not supposed to. But that's not a reflection? No, but there's mirrors in old cameras. Yeah. Oh. And then how come when he shook the camera, the battery wasn't dying anymore? I think it, you remember those flashlights, those emergency oh, flashlights? Oh, batteries, because those were regular batteries rather than a charge. That makes that makes sense. Yeah, you got to shake it up. Shake it up. Ho, ho, ho. See, I'm the one singing today. This is Halloween. Uh, but yeah, I believe those old cameras had mirrors in it, so it shouldn't have been able to pick that up. Yeah. The inconsistency of Buffy knowing when she's being watched is at this point very frustrating to me. Because that nigga was four feet away with and a camera. He was a vampire. Camera. Do your slayer senses work or don't they, Buffy? Or was she so busy fighting the. Was the one. Di- maybe she was like, oh, it's the one right in front of me. Like she felt a vampire, but she just thought it was the dude that she was fighting. But we've seen her react to other vampires during a fight because so- they were coming at her. Yeah, and he was just in the back. Maybe he was zoomed up. That's why. I will say that she typically, the only other time I've seen her not notice a vampire was that time that Cordelia got snatched up. And I think she did notice them and just didn't care. Yeah, because yeah, that I was her want Cordelia to get snapped. Uh, I don't know. In this episode, I definitely, now I was kind of tipsy when we started watching and I was like, man, I fucked the shit out of Cordelia in this episode. <laughs> when she was hanging on, uh, this is the best she's ever looked. When she was hanging over, um, on Angel, that's a bad bitch right there. I put some dick in her. I'm enjoying her this season. Yeah, the, she, the the warmer she gets, the better she gets. Because even when she's mean, it's still coming from like a, a roasting aspect instead of just a very mean person. And I actually want to do this. I think that I've forgotten to do it the last several episodes. Cordelia actually gets my favorite line of the episode. So she's talking to Oz and she says, are you guys playing tonight? And Oz says, yeah, at the Shelter Club. And she says, is Mr. I'm the lead singer? I'm so great. I don't have to show up for my date or even call going to be there. And Oz says, yeah, you know, he's just going by Devin now. Also, I guess Oz has my favorite line of the episode. I laughed at it too. I like Oz. That was funny. We giggle. So, uh, one, I don't like the shirt on Angel. I never want him to wear anything but black. That light blue, t- take it off. What are you, happy? Fuck off. Put a black shirt on and brood. I I wonder if they were trying to find a color that made him like look it's supposed less to be, old. Or like lighter, because this is a lighter thing. They're not meeting in a, they're, they're going on a date. Yeah. yeah. It didn't Jinx. work. Anissa would love to not talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want Buffy to like sometimes they do things and it like it gets old every time you see Cordelia talking to one of your niggas you're like oh he definitely loves her like just go say hey hey sorry I'm late yeah and then why did Angel give her so much shit he was like you're late bitch we had we had plans like I have a calling (laughs) (laughs) it's not like I'm late because I was doing my makeup obviously or curling my hair obviously retire from being evil doesn't mean that I get to retire from being the slayer I tried I died trying and you niggas they brought me back pushed on my titties and made me come back (laughs) (laughs) oh poor Buffy god wonder if maybe this is spoiling something 
could Buffy try to flatliners herself into not being the Slayer? Don't understand that reference. I don't think so because it would have happened. The next Slayer would have been called up when she actually died the first time. So meaning if you were to flatline for a long enough time to then get a new Slayer, but then still have enough time to be brought back through uh, the, the shock pads. A defibrillator. Yeah, shock pads. Now, is it defibrillator or defibrillator? I thought it was a defibrillator. Is this the peripheral, perivial thing? One of us is definitely wrong, and I'm going to be honest with you. I guess me. <laughs> I don't usually say that. I'm almost always certain I'm right in most situations. I get that from my mom, except I know that it's a flaw. My mom is just like, I'm never wrong. I can't be wrong. because your mom's a Scorpio. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know who else thinks that? Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Only white people think the 1800s are like a glamorous time to want to go back. Like Buffy's like, oh, I wish I could go back to that time. And me as a black ass nigga was like, nope. <laughs> 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 like, hell no. That does not sound like a time I want to go back to. I don't give a fuck about your corsets and your bustled dresses. My ass would have been a slave. I wrote that down. She says something where she's like, imagine having servants and people. I was like, you're just a slave's daughter. Yeah. And then the, the dress and it, you're just the daughter of a slave. She said, imagine being the she daughter said, of a slave. I will immediately go to, I would be a slaver. And like, she <laughs> wouldn't want it. Angel. She wants some big nigga named Toby who was going <laughs> to die for fucking her. <laughs> what if you Christ. could go back in time with a bunch of guns, though? Would That's a Dave Chappelle skit. Oh, he goes yeah, to a slave yeah, driver yeah. and he's like, uh, <laughs> we came all the way back in time to call you a cracker. And yeah. uh, the old white dude pulls out a whip and he's like, what'd you say to me, boy? And he goes, nice whip. This here is a pistol. <laughs> and he shoots him. I do not care for the Chappelle show. <laughs> There's my unpopular opinion. It's such a nostalgic thing for me because I would watch it with my dad and oh. then me and my best friend would like quote Chappelle show <laughs> shit. Dave Chappelle was in his 30s. Y'all know I couldn't watch that shit. Y'all oh, know yeah, I couldn't yeah. watch that shit. You aged out. <laughs> Charlie Murphy was like 40. Dave Chappelle was like 30. Ashy was his name was also in his 30s. I wasn't At the to watch very least. Yeah. I thought you were saying after Anissa said, you know, it was very nostalgic. I used to watch it with my dad. I thought you were going to say, hey, now, you know, I couldn't do that. I used to watch my dad leave. <laughs> he did that like four times. That last one, though, that one stuck. Um, So the scene. Good for him. Yeah. He finally did it. I love that. He had a goal <laughs> and he, he completed it. He said, damn, I don't want no kids. <laughs> Good for you, Gary. Anyway, um, the scene where Xander gets slammed into the vending machine. Now, I will say this is probably the only scene where Xander is the worst on a technicality. However, two scenes. I counted two scenes where he was the worst. He was very the worst in this scene. Could you imagine? That nigga was going to tear his face off. Buffy came and helped and he was like, you dumb bitch. I hate you. He said, and I quote, cowardice has an unlimited shelf life because he felt like her defending him made him a coward and that high school was going to last for fucking ever and they were always going to talk about it first of all xander immediately when you try to defend when the guy was like what are you going to do about it my first thought was like he's going to call buffy and then he tried to do it himself and then buffy had to appear to save him i would have just punched him he should have just hit him even if you, yeah. even if it didn't work, you, he, sh- he should have just hit his face. you going to grab his shirt? No. But that's not even the worst part about what... So, yes, 
He gets humiliated. Whatever. Humiliated. It's, I knew you were going to... Yeah, gets humiliated. Uh, you talk like a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do not talk like Ham Taro in the gang. Have you seen that video of that hamster holding his fingers up? No. Hold on. You go. No. Oh, it's... We no show me afterwards. Oh. We can't show videos on the podcast. Others have seen it. It's not Cast. anyone else's fault that you don't ever get on Twitter. <laughs> I'm always on Twitter. Tweet tweet. So on top of him getting humiliated, <laughs> fuck me. Uh, I'm trying not to say it incorrectly, and I just say it humiliated. Humiliated. Yes. There okay. You go. There we go. Just go on to the rest of your sentence because we're at 48 minutes. We don't have time to keep oh, going over. Fuck me, please, Daddy. Buffy then steals his diet, Dr. Pepper. That's not what he punched. She earned it because she just saved him from an ass whooping. He also punches regular Dr. Pepper and Coke. That wasn't what he wanted anyway. I don't think he's but a I don't, man. Men don't drink diet beverages. He's I a like boy. diet. Diet actually gives me a headache. I don't know what's in it. What is it like? Quinine or some Aspartine. shit? Aspartine. Yeah, that one. Why did I say quinine? I don't know. I'm dumb as hell, y'all. I did not go to college. I, I don't know what that is. I, I meant at what I also thought it was a spart of me. So <laughs> <laughs> help me. So why did they say they see that the principal is snatching people up and forcing them to volunteer to babysit these kids? Why would you stay in that vicinity? He's very touchy. He's he touches them a lot. And you know what it reminded me of? <laughs> Your band instructor. Who was very touchy and used to tell me that he reminded me of the girl who's his wife now. And man, I wish I had gotten the signs. Uh, she lives so well, I think. Yeah, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. I also said some negative things about him one time and I'm blocked by all of them. So I don't know how they live. Uh, we'll just make a fake account. No, it's okay. I don't care that much. Hey, I'm going to get on my iPod. We'll start making a fake account. I'll find him. So when Buffy, when they're trying to steal the book about Angel... Willow's faces were actually pretty precious. It was really cute. Her like the disappointed faces she kept sending to Buffy. That was cute. That was a cute little yeah. scene. Because Buffy was being a fucking bitch to Giles. Flustering him by talking about a woman that yeah. he like clearly likes. That was mean. Is unkind. Yeah. And that made me a little bit not like Buffy in that moment. It was out of character for her. I was like, you're so hung up on this angel motherfucker that you would treat Giles like this? And rope Willow into it. Even Willow <laughs> was disgusted. And Willow is her best friend. But he is a babe. Giles is definitely a babe. I wrote mm. down, Willow, I can't defend your rainbow suspenders. Luckily, it was just rainbow straps on her backpack. But a couple episodes ago, don't guys, don't wear rainbow suspenders, please. Yeah, what is Unless this? it's pride. Pride. You That's what I was going to say. I was say, what is that pride? pride? And I hate that. Why the fuck are you wearing a wife beater booty shorts and suspenders? Come on. Come In the that fuck first on. scene with Xander, I, I exclaimed loudly that Xander is talking like a Gilmore girl because he was talking real fast. Like they're hopped up on some of that sweet Luke's coffee. So they go to get their costumes. And I will say Buffy is right. Halloween is the time of year that you're allowed to be a whore. That's my favorite thing about Halloween is you can do anything. You can be a slutty anything this i love slutting it up for halloween i'm gonna be a slutty bobby brown because it's like <laughs> why not i can do whatever the fuck i wanted to one time and I'm i gonna didn't be like, have every a, little a costume take. but i had like a black dress that had a hood on it and so and they were like so i wore it with obviously like just high heels and it's a tiny little dress and they're like well what are you for halloween and i was like i'm a black crayon i'm a sexy black crayon and you know what people rolled with it because it's halloween and as long as you're a little slutty 
Who's going to question what you have to like? Who's going to question it? No I one. was going to say this for the end of the episode. I was going to ask what your best costumes were. But my worst was when I was in third grade. So obviously grew up in a really religious house. We weren't really allowed to do Halloween. But what we could do was the in-class like Halloween parties. Um, but I could never dress up as anything scary. So one year I got this like long black gown from the uh, thrift shop and this wig, this platinum wig that I think also was from the thrift shop. And my mom was like, you're Mariah Carey. And I was like, I don't think so, but I'll go with it. And I got to school and I changed my costume. And one of the most popular girls was like, damn, Tavi, what you supposed to be? First of all, why are you saying damn? We're in third grade too much. And I was like, I'm Mariah Carey. She said, no, nah, I think you a witch. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Okay. Damn. Did you start saying you were a witch? Yeah. I know. I know you did. Somebody said I was too ugly to be Mariah Carey. So I was like, yeah, I'm a witch. Was that your mom? No, one of the other kids in class. Just seemed in character that your mom would say it. I don't think my mom's ever called me ugly. Oh. Now I don't think she's ever called me beautiful, but like maybe parents oh. don't compliment their kids. Uh, My dad we just don't says. Have to. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, my dad does. My dad I know Anissa's parents beautiful. compliment her. What? Damn, they love her so much. It's insane. I didn't know parents be loving their kids. That shit crazy as hell. When I was the good child, I think they they enjoyed me more. Now that I'm never calling them because I'm talking into a microphone most of the time. And they can listen to this. They can listen to me almost sure four hours a week. Pretty sure you said your mom couldn't listen to this. Oh, yeah. And my dad probably shouldn't listen to this either. But they can they can hear what I'm up to if they really want. Miss James's mom's maiden name. Don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, you don't you don't want me screaming. Is it McCormick? Yes. I know you so well. Yeah, you do. What's my mom's maiden name? What, I never, I have no idea. What is my last name? You have two. We just talked about this on the last episode. Did we? Yep. You literally could have said either one and at least you, you had a 50-50 chance and you didn't even try. Rachel called. No, no, no. We talked about this on FaceTime. We did not yeah. talk about this on the podcast. Yeah, this did. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, damn. I'm sorry. I set you up. But either way, it's Walton. Yeah. All right. My I know dad now. is McNeil. Do you want to just get that removed? Uh, It would cost. There's no point. Okay. I'm not going to pay to have it removed. You actually, like at this point, you don't have to use it because it's hyphenated and you could just drop it. Like oh. not officially, but you don't have to use it. I haven't since I was in. Like the only time I'd use it in school was for like SATs and it would never fit. So it would always be Walton McNeil. Get it. Walton McNeil. Walter McNeil. I'm a hyphenated. Walton McNeil. I'm not. But my middle names are hyphenated. Walton McNeil. You have two middle names? Yeah, James Edward McCormick McCullum. So, I'm sorry. So McCormick is your middle name? Yes. Yeah. What is your mother's maiden name? McCormick. And then she gave it to you as a, nick- a middle name? Yeah, because they wanted me That's to... white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually... Fairly common. I know it happens a lot in Latin America also Mm. that you pick up that name so that you have both names. But, you know, because it's such a machista sort of thing that you have your father's last name that they'll keep it as a middle name. If we had kids, what last name would they have? I guess it depends on the kids' names. Whatever flows best with their like first names. So that if we, we had like four kids and their names flowed best with either Valdez or Walton, we just had four kids that people thought were bastards. Yeah, I'm with it. I mean, I would, I want my kids to think their names are cool. Like my name when I was born was Anissa Marie Bradshaw because that was my father's last name at the time. But my father got his, his father's name, took his name as an adult. So my dad became Adams. And I remember asking my mom, like, well, why is my last name Bradshaw if nobody's last name is Bradshaw? Like neither one of my parents. 
And my mom was like, all right, well, fuck it. Then we're going to change your last name to Valdez. And my mom petitioned the courts to have my name legally changed to her last name. And I was 15 when that went through. So I've been Valdez ever since. And I love my last name. I think that it flows with my name. Yeah. And I like how it sounds. So like, I always was like, my kids will have my last name unless my partner has a cooler last name than me. Well, oh well. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, I would like to cut a lot of this episode out from the beginning because I have so many more notes. Okay. Uh, But, okay. Here's the thing about cutting things. It's the fact that I have to still go through it to cut things. So I've never actually, had a problem cutting my <laughs> I'm just kidding. So most of the time, it's easier just not to cut shit. And just have a longer episode? Yeah. So oh, it's, okay. it's the fact that I don't want the recording to be long. Oh. That's the thing. Oh. I mean, I guess I just won't do these notes. <laughs> no. Yeah. Let's get through these notes. I had a, a, a name story. Do I? Should I Yeah, go that? for it. Uh, so I don't have one about me, but my dad, uh, his name actually isn't Gary because that's his slave name, which he used to say when I was little, but I didn't understand because I was so like small. But what it was, was that uh, my grandmother named him Alvin and she was a, like a maid technically for like some white lady. And when they would go there, she was like, no, you look like a Gary. So when you're in my house, your name is Gary. <laughs> it just like stuck. And my mom was like, I didn't know until we had been dating for like three years. I called him Gary or something. And they were like, yeah, Al, Al's in the back. And she was like, who the fuck is Al? And he was like, Alvin. And she was like, what? And they were like, yeah, no, that's his slave name. And that's just like how his family re- would refer to it. That's wild. White people crazy as hell. Crazy. I'm going to tell you what you're going to be when you're in my home or your mom will be unemployed. Why she couldn't just name her baby Gary? Why she couldn't? Because that's a dumb name. Yeah. And the name of a nigga that'll leave his kids. That's why she ain't name his kids Gary. Damn, man. My daddy gone. um, Damn. My niece said, shut up. (laughs) Shut up about your dad. In high school, we sort of had to do the same thing with the kids, but like, Nobody would trust a bunch of fucking high schoolers to take their kids out trick-or-treating. So Ignatius would um, have a haunted house and like rooms where you can trick-or-treat in in the school. And we'd take groups of kids that would come in through it. And I dressed up as a uh, dead gangbanger when... <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> a dead gangbanger one year. And like... <laughs> I didn't get in trouble for it. And I probably should have. Yes. But I had forgotten that I was doing that, that I had signed up for it uh, to lead like one of the groups. And I didn't have a costume. Well, I did have a costume, but it was way too slutty for school. So I had to like improvise. So I was like, well, looks like I'm going to be a dead game banger. And I borrowed some like fake blood and like we put like a little bullet hole in my head and i wore oh like god the red with the bandana and the hoop earrings and oh, like oh i thought you were talking about like a the fuck house gang banger no 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 I'm not kidding. not I, a I'm sex kidding. game banger <laughs> but um that was really funny though yeah i was like i know i didn't laugh but that was yeah. like, really like that was good i was i was hoping you'd be like oh yeah james sorry i was preoccupied i was yeah uh, i should have waited the joke should have waited the joke. Timing is everything. I But the only person who got what I was without me explaining it were all the little black kids and that made me sad. And that's my story. We're like, you look like my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um At least very, I wouldn't know. Was it was joke. a closed casket. Damn. Is that a song? No. Oh. We got another closed casket today. Now that is a song. Sometimes there are moments where we share stories and I think that I know that maybe like maybe soulmates do exist because I one year 
I got fatigues and I was going to be a soldier, like a zombie soldier. <laughs> and people had to be like, um, do you think that being a dead soldier is like a good costume? And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And people were like, <laughs> and it maybe was like 2003. So <laughs> like, I don't think it would have been good, but I was like, I'm just going to like do dead face and put on my army fatigues <laughs> and go trick or treating. Uh, I was not allowed to be a dead soldier. You were going to set off all those war veterans. <laughs> I don't think, like, I mean, all the war veterans in my grandma's neighborhood probably fought in like Nam. I think maybe eight years later it would have been fine or not even you eight years. You do it now. Yeah, because of Call of Duty, the zombie stuff. Cootie duty, the zombie stuff. Yeah, God. Kids suck. Kids are so stupid. And those fucking little gremlins, like in the episode, I was like, oh yeah, they're really holding fucking back Angel the supernatural fucking vampire and i mean weak as xander who is yeah it's the xander <laughs> counter for this he was in six episodes and he was only the worst in two but that's because the rest of the episode he was not xander so he was actually very competent as like a soldier comparatively i have a note that says of course he's a poorly trained soldier all he did was like wave his gun around panicking glee. yeah and shoot at children and i mean was letting rounds off many times he lit those fucking kids up what were you laughing at you held your notebook pointed towards anisa and just went yeah <laughs> i thought it was really funny i was agreeing with her because it seemed your face though said oh my god i have such a great point to put on that and you just went yeah. Because I had a note about how, like, I put, like, these essentially, like, eight-year-olds are besting a, a vampire. A vampire. The car scene is hilarious. When the demons are behind her, and then she goes, a demon! A demon! And Willow goes, it's oh, not okay. a demon, it's not a car. I was like, what and car she goes, scene? what does it want? That was funny as hell. You guys did not laugh nearly as hard as you need to. All right, so when Willow dies, first of all, that was a great touch. It was a great touch that she had to die. I thought that was like... And she's like... I can't breathe. <laughs> and also she wasn't helping anyway. When those kids are choking that old lady who was doing terrible acting, but like she was literally like, ha ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Like she was fucking Bart Simpson. Or the fuck makes noise when they're like, they're being, she's being choked and she was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so bad. But anyway, she's in the background. She said, Hey, stop it. <laughs> it's like, Willow was not for none. She said, no, you guys cut that Willow out. But I'm going to also had to be someone else to be super useful. When Willow died, Willow immediately put everything together. She's like, oh, shit, we are becoming our um, costumes. My pits are she stupid. She got wet. everybody gathered. She went and formed Giles, got Giles in on the act, even though she was phasing through walls, freaking people the fuck out. Willow has a body. Adi. Willow was a babe. Okay? I would lick salt off that torso. That is a note that I wrote down. Maybe I was drunk when we were watching the episode. Body shots <laughs> off 16-year-olds. I don't even need the that. alcohol. Just give me that sodium. I'm talking oh salt and I'm talking sweat, baby. She but is like, 23 or 24 right now. But but yeah, she was actually super useful. She puts everything together. She gets everybody on board. And then Giles comes in and is also super like it was interesting that when they had Buffy play the least useful character because she's an 18th century Dumb like bitch. fair maiden and shit that everybody else really had to step up to the plate. And it's like it's crazy how all of you guys get to just be useless hangers on because Buffy's so competent. I really struggle with her acting in this episode. Who's Buffy's? I, Sarah Michelle Gellar to be an 18th century maiden was just like, I think they breathed a lot. And was like, I, you know, I don't, I'm a lady. I was like, just just do your face. Just do your face. Just do your face, girl. It just was do rough. Your fucking face. And it was, was annoying. Like, 
maybe nobody briefed her that she was supposed to be an 18th century maiden before the episode started when willow was like uh oh just stay here and xander's like the lady said stay here and she's like oh you take advice from a woman are you feeble and then gives that speech about how like she was raised to be a proper lady i was like this it's you're laying it on too thick we understand what she's supposed to be we don't have to lay it on this thick also like every time they could be like she's a lady and she's she's sensitive she doesn't know how to do this stuff they did and we didn't need that a noble woman wouldn't have done all that also from that time period they would have been a lot more reserved yeah they would have been a lot more like okay you're the man you handle what you have to do i'm gonna sit here and just keep calm i have a continuity question how did a vampire get in the house angel the other one only the owner of the home can invite the vampire in but i thought he was a student i thought that's the thing that they're all all the other bad guys are the students becoming their costume so angel was going to kill a child or was this just a lack of continuity error i think angel was going to kill a child i don't i don't see how that would matter though i don't see how just because it was a costume he the rules for vampires he was a vampire just like willow had to die to become a ghost i think it was a continuity error that's fair yeah james thoughts none (laughs) i want to get to my favorite part which was giles with all his big dick energy i think that ethan and giles were gonna fuck i think ethan and giles had fucked in the past and they were they had that sort of like tense ex-lover chemistry real voldemort and um no 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 not voldemort real um malfoy uh potter mm -mm. uh dumbledore snape dumbledore and uh voldemort grindelwald grindelwald ah, dumbledore and grindelwald (laughs) yep (laughs) but there the chemistry there i was like oh how do they know each other and we never get an answer for why ethan keeps calling um giles ripper we literally get an answer in two episodes guys he was just just announcing rupert no i guess we get an episode and uh an answer in a future episode but anyway the dark age is a giles centric episode rippert i'm very much looking forward to that after this because the big dick energy, I was like, I might have to fan myself. Giles beat Ethan's ass. There are lots of episodes he, when we see Giles like that. And I love I love Giles when he's like, mm. Assertive, badass Giles is and my like, favorite Giles. Beating the shit out of that man. And then like, he's just like cleaning and his casually. rings. He's so peaceful. And he's just like, you're going to tell me how to break the spell. And he's like, no. And then he kicks him in the stomach. And that man is like coughing up blood. So like, maybe yeah. you won't see him soon because you're going to die yeah. <laughs> from internal bleeding. <laughs> He said, we'll see. I'll be seeing you. Like, probably not. I don't think so. <laughs> heaven, nigga, the fuck? Looks like you have a lot of internal bleeding. <laughs> so the spell breaks and everybody gets their memory back and the children are children again. Can you imagine being those kids? <laughs> like, they're because they say that they remember. Oh, yeah. Those kids are fucked. But kids are also very resilient. Are so they? Maybe. Or do they grow up to be 23-year-olds that don't remember their childhood? But you don't remember. So probably those kids won't remember. Or they'll like think it was something like a, a like they mind trick. It. Yeah, or they dreamt it. We're like, oh, that one Halloween where I, it was really realistic that I was the devil or like a gremlin or and whatever. I choked out an old lady. And she went, ah. Yeah, like who would believe that in your own memory? Like, no, that's not what you sound like when you get choked out. So that can't be real. We don't ever like go over this again. But something I want to point out is that it's well past 6 p.m. Do you know how much trouble that Buffy and them would have gotten into? You're already like essentially like the worst student in the school and you and your kids go missing for hours. Yeah, because it was almost six o'clock when it all started. Yeah, she'd have been in a shit. It had to be like 10 
But we know that principal knows that this is a hell mouth. But I don't think that he cares. I think that he dislikes her so much that that wouldn't be something he cared about. But what? But does could he hear... think that Buffy is bad? And does he? And that's is why he's he always so hard in on the her. know. What if he was at home? What if he was at home the, the night that this happened and just that didn't know? That would be know? gross negligence. He to heard be chaos going on. But, but why? It wasn't at the school. Because if you are the principal. You delegate students from your school to take children out trick-or-treating. It is then your job to ensure that those children get home and that your students fulfill their duty. He is a negligent principal. We just know this to be true. Especially, oh, well, I guess if it's common knowledge that Halloween is like uh, nothing supernatural really happens on Halloween and he's in the know, then he might not have been expecting shenanigans. And he also is already a terrible principal. So I don't think that he cared. So I'm, I assume she probably got in a shit ton of trouble when those parents were like, where the fuck are my kids at? Because you know whose parent would not have come looking for them? <laughs> would parents have also gotten turned into other shit if they bought costumes? No, that what I was thinking was everyone knows that something messed up happened and it's just like, hey, sorry, this happened. We don't know what it was. What if it's like a time warp? Like nobody remembers. Damn, you know who probably, okay, two things. It probably sucked for the little boy who was dressed as Mr. Potato Head and that little girl who was dressed as a sunflower probably got ate by one of them kids that was dressed <laughs> like a goblin. That little girl is dead. Or she got stomped on. Oh, wasn't their kid like dressed like milk? You're <laughs> <laughs> spoiled. So in the last scene, I am going to do a, a bit of a spoiler here. In the last scene, Angel is talking about how much he hated noble women. And it's funny because in season three, we learn that we learn that around 18, Angel had syphilis. So of course he didn't like noble women. He's like, yeah, I hated those chaste ass bitches. I like a whore. I love a whore, a dirty whore. Just oh, like Oz. So when Xander is talking to the children that he is tasked to handle he's talking about getting a lot of candy then he says that's how you get a double bagger and i'm like no that's that's a condom term is it yeah to double bag it yeah oh that means two condoms to make sure no spermies flow out into that beautiful beautiful life force we call the uterus or the asshole because sometimes you know you're peeking at the back door Knocking at the back door. But if Siemens get in the back door, it's fine. Knocking at the back door. You just have to make sure you're, when you're laying down, you're on your back and you push it out so it doesn't drip into your vagina. I read a blog once. You read a blog one time? Yeah. Just once? Yeah. All right. I had a question. In all of the Halloweens that you've had, what's one thing you'd have wanted to turn into? Like something that we dressed up as? Yeah. I dressed up as this, like goosebumps swamp mummy i think it was i have a picture of it somewhere in the house but that would have been cool i dressed up as janet jackson one year and it like really i did look like janet jackson i had like a wig and i had on a little uh cute little like uh unitard it was really precious get it and that year i went around the block three times and it was the third time morgan told on me um because i was just like the first time i went i had on a jacket and then the second time i went i just had my costume on and then the third time i went i took my wig off and they just like old people don't notice shit like that yeah there's so many kids coming around but morgan told they were like have you been here and i was like me <laughs> give me that goddamn candy and then when we get back my grandma would be like you gotta let me d- uh disinfect your candy and then see what i want and she go through and take the candy that she wanted and then we can have what she didn't want 
Boo. Anissa? The matriarchs in your family suck. Yeah, so do the patriarchs. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> in my family sucks. Let's I was going to say there. that too. I don't know what like what costume I've had that I would want to actually turn into. I guess I had this costume where I was a gold digger and it was like obviously the play on words, but it's like a skin tight costume with like little diamond buttons and like a, a headlamp and like a shovel. Like I was digging for gold. Very um, sexy. <laughs> and I think I would want that one to be true, but only if I actually got some diamonds and some gold. I remember the best Halloween I ever had. I dressed up as a princess and I wasn't allowed to go trick or treating, but I did get to go to Hallelujah Night, which doesn't sound fun. But in my memory, it was because there was a giant slide. Is that a youth group Halloween thing? Um, sort of. Okay. Like all the adults brought their kids to church and like the church took us to a warehouse and like there was candy there. They played like youthful gospel music and just like you just like, you know. Is there a kids bops gospel? Yes. Oh, yeah. We got to get in on that cash. Can you sound like a kid? I think so. Uh, now sing like that. Sing a gospel song like that. Say shackles off my feet so I can dance. All right. We're in it. I just want to praise him. And the art, these are... Because <laughs> that's what kids do. Kids are so stupid. <laughs> are these... These are hymns, right? Sometimes. Okay, yeah. If they're hymns, we, it's royalty free. The last church I went to had a children's choir. Terrible. Couldn't sing a lick. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Kidding. We're going to do a what the hell mouth kids bop gospel version. Yeah, I will hate gospel. And Anissa like, is on the fence about gospel, but I definitely think she's leaning towards it. Not really. I'm pretty I don't neutral understand about how it. people don't love gospel. I love gospel so that's much. Not what I grew up listening to. Yeah, I would but it's like, like ugh. I would like gospel if it weren't about Jesus. Christian rock. Christian rock got my ass because Fly there's Leaf a lot of a songs Christian rock band that I did not that I fucked with heavy like during my like punk rock phase that when I got older and I looked into them like wanting to hear them again and I was like I would read the like Apple like description and they're like this uh, Christian rock band. And I was like, excuse me, Flyleaf, Reliant K is a Christian rock yeah, band? Yeah, that's the one I was going to say. I it's didn't because fucking know. Reliant K did a great thing where like 75% of their album would just be clean songs that rocked out. And then the other 25% were hitting very hard on the head. So if you weren't listening to album cuts. I was not. Yeah, so... Sadie Hawkins, yeah, that's Sadie Hawkins dances my shit. Like my sweater. <laughs> yeah, she played that, that song for me one time, and I was like, hmm. I Sadie didn't know. Hawkins I was like, in my khaki pants, whiter <laughs> than I expected. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, it's super white. My punk rock. First of all, punk rock never dies. I just want to say that I still feel it in my heart. But there were a couple of bands that I really wanted to see live as a child that, like, I was not allowed to. That huh? You weren't allowed heart. to do something interesting yeah my mom was like i don't know about you going out with all those like rocker kids and my dad was very much like you know the white kids like to shoot up <laughs> shoot up events so maybe you shouldn't go to shit like that and i was like why because i had to sneak to go to battle of the bands when i was uh portal of the bonds 14 i, I think i played a christian battle of the bands once did you yeah i didn't it wasn't christian it was like just regular battle of the bands and I had a blast. I was there for hours, hours. And my mom thought that I was studying at this girl's house. Um, she was there with me. It was a lot of fun. But I was just like, yes, I'm going to be punk rock forever. And then, you know, I grew out of that. <laughs> 
I read that, but um, Ooh. I really wanted to see Three Days Grace. Are they pain? Yeah. Okay. Are they Christian? No. It sounds like it. You would think, right? But Three Days Grace, I absolutely love them. I've never seen them. And the last time I checked to see like where they were at, just in case they were like touring in like Poland or some shit. And I That's, was like, well, yeah. I used to want to get some of the words from Arise tattooed on me. I'm so glad that I didn't start getting tattoos early because I'd have some dumb ass shit, y'all. <laughs> There's this one song called... Uh, Was this back in your Woodstock days? Yeah. It's called it's <laughs> called uh, Be Brave by My Brightest Diamond. And I really like the song, but then I got older and angrier and blacker. And there's a part where this like <laughs> white lady is talking about how like she's a slave and under house arrest. And I was like, hmm. Slavery, you say. And that song isn't on any of my playlists anymore. Because I don't <laughs> like when white women say they're slaves. Except for Britney Spears. Now, I did like when Britney Spears said she was a slave. Brit- I'm a... <laughs> Slave. slave for you oh that's good it was very good what a, what Britney about Spears like, also hit a fan of hers because the fan called her black security card a nigga so Britney Spears gets a pass for me I love Britney I do I don't give white people nigger passes sorry <laughs> not a nigger pass like she can't come to like the cookout or nothing I'm not that kind of nigga oh, but like God, she just I gets a that. I come to a cookout and say, hello, friends. You can't come to the cookout. I'll bring you a plate, but you can't come. <laughs> you can't come. Why can't we just do that? How come it can't be like, you can have a plate from the cookout. You can't come, but I'll bring you a plate later. Can I eat it inside? Your house? Sure. Uh, and inside anywhere. Not the cookout. You can't come. Oh, well, is the cookout outside? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I You're don't want to eat out. I, I do not like eating outside. Oh, that's good then. Yeah. Me so- either. Yeah. I hate that Ugh. shit, actually. I took a train recently, which is like a big deal for me. I know that like for normal commuters, it's not. I don't take public transportation. Train for you. Not because Damn. I think I'm better than it, but because when I was very young, the first time I took a train, my mom was like, you need to be careful because like people urinate on the train. They steal from you. They defecate on the train. And that stuck with me. And I was like, people really just be duking on the train. huh?" I mean, yes, those things are all true. But like, so the, the, I don't so take what? trains. Can, but, um, can I quickly say a story on something yeah, that no, my mom stop said? My story yes. and tell yours. And well, that's this cool. is this is what this is you talking over me. This no. is what, every episode. This is what you do. No, I ask. Can but, I or like I'll ask you one small thing that is a one word answer and you'll tell me 14 oh years of your life story. Go so, ahead and tell your story over mine. My mom used to always Shit tell me oh, that God. I was like, oh, my God, that people if I didn't lock the doors in the car while she was going to get stuff from the store, that someone would come in to the car, kidnap me, play with my penis, and then murder me, and then stuff me in laundry bags and throw me in the woods. So damn in the time she said that shit, she could have gone in the store and come back. (laughs) So I used to like if I was like hanging out with people, you know, someone would go get something, then I would just like lock all the doors and they'd say, James, why did you just lock all the doors? And I was like, oh, here is why. And then they would have the same reaction. I mean, I also lock the doors as soon as you like if we stop at the gas station, Tavi will get out and I'll lock the doors. Yeah, sure. And then I'll unlock the doors when (laughs) Tavi comes back. But I mean, you could tell people that don't that have never seen somebody get robbed at a gas station. I'm not about to be that bitch. You're not about to hop in my shit and drive off with me in it. I just want to be clear. We're not going to rob you. We got really aggressive. Hey, no, but I'm saying like sometimes the way that other people act when you're around them and you observe them, like you can tell people that have never seen somebody get held up, you know, at a, uh, one of those drive through ATMs or like at a, 
a window at a McDonald's. There's a reason why they put cameras there now. It's because people would walk up when you're paying money and they take your shit. And so I think from seeing that growing up, I'm very quick to lock doors. I don't like leaving like our house doors unlocked or my mom was really good back when we lived at a different location. She'd leave the garage door unlocked. And I'm like, mom, all of our shit's in here. Yeah. And also your car. Like, what the fuck? And Xavier left his backpack in my mom's car and they busted her windows. And I was like, we tell you all the time, either put your backpack in the trunk or put it under the seat because this happens. And sometimes the lack of awareness in other people like gives me anxiety. So like, even though your mom told you a real wild ass story about you getting like your penis played with and all that, it was still very much. um, Well, that's an insane difference. Yeah, but it, I think that it comes from that same place where you're like, somebody's going to kidnap you, murder you. I mean, the sexual assault was probably a little much, but I like meant yeah. moving the microphone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Now you Whoa. can you can tell uh, you're you're hearing. I try really hard not to lock the doors. But the thing is that I have a very bad habit of locking the doors when I see specific people. And because I'm trying to unlearn it, I would sooner put myself in danger than lock the door. Is this outside niggas or just niggas in general? Yeah. Typically, like if I see like if your clothes are too big or like if you like. So it's the same fear of somebody that's going to rob you. It's an internalized anti-blackness. But when I if I lock the doors because white people like I'll do it if white people get too close to the car. But it's not because I think they're going to rob me. It's because I think they'll be like, what, nigga? And I'm like, (laughs) I I I have to run you over. I don't know. White people just do weird shit. Whereas I think that in turn, like we used to go to a church when I was little where we had to go through Cabrini Green to get to the church. And my mother would very vocally say we needed to lock the doors. Um, and I think that that just kind of always stuck with me that the people that lived in Cabrini Green were people I needed to keep out of my car. So there have been times where like I'll lock the doors because I see somebody and then I'll unlock them because I feel bad about the fact that I felt like I needed to lock the door. But I'm also someone that's never been robbed or uh, the closest. We were at a uh, me, Mac and Rachel one time went to get J.J. Fish. And while we were at J.J. Fish, this fight between the two, there was a car that was at the window and a car behind them. And they got into an argument. The guy in the back got out. We saw his gun come out. And Morgan was like, oh, my God, pull off, please. And like, as we were pulling off, you heard like the gunshots. I don't think anybody got shot, but like, that's the closest. I don't like bad stuff hasn't ever really. I've never like my dad definitely raised me as like your safety comes first. So I'm never going (laughs) to let feeling bad about locking the doors in front of niggas ever make me feel like I shouldn't lock the doors. But I think that you lock the doors in front of everyone. I do. I lock every I lock the doors, period. Like just as a reflex. I guess that Um, would be what I should do. Like I should just always lock the doors instead of being like, if I lock the door in front of a black person, I'm unlocked. Like I'm going to be like, do you want to get in my car? I locked it because you looked shifty and now I feel bad. Come I have been in. robbed and I was robbed at gunpoint and it was by black people. It didn't change whether or not I locked the door in front. Of, I still would lock the doors in front of niggas. I want to be clear. White I people. feel bad about bad. it, but uh, I will Latino. be smarter and just lock the door around everyone. And let's get to your train story. Yeah, it was a nigga down on the fucking platform eating. What the fuck are you doing? I think that's so nasty. First of all, I hate walking into the train station. As soon as I walked in, I was like, well, damn, I got bed bugs. But um, <laughs> and I know that it's classist. I know that it is. But it's one of those things that I work very hard to unlearn. And I can't. I can, it's one of those things that I can't undo. I can't do it. I, I can't take public transportation. And I feel bad. And I don't shame people that do. I just specifically can't because it makes me feel gross. And not like I I don't feel poor. I am poor. But like I don't it makes me itch. And like the clothes that I wore when I got home, I took them off at the front door and immediately put them in the washer. 
Um, if I if they weren't black, I'd have bleached them. But uh, I can't take public transportation. So to see a man down there eating and it was like a sandwich that I knew had wet ingredients on it. I was like, I was like, on the train all the time because I was hungry. I'm hungry. And I was I've always been on public transportation. I've only had a car for less than a year, you know, and like I would walk everywhere, take the train, take the bus. I'm not going to like starve myself because I'm somewhere public. Like, fuck that. So I think that I'm super used to it, but I had to get used to the fact that Tavia refuses to get yeah. on the train. When Tavia text like dropped something in the group chat alluding to being on the train, I was like, "Are you?" I met like my I soulmate. Was concerned. I was like, "Are you okay? Like, where are you? Where are you going? What are, what train are you?" I think I was fucking with her. Like she was like, "You're on a train," and I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Where are you going?" And I went, "Anywhere." <laughs> just never put anything else. <laughs> and I was just like. I bet she was panicking, but I was like, that's so not funny. really. Once oh. I realized that Rachel was with you, I'm like, oh, okay, there's somebody like sensible who's been on a train before that like can help you. But there was like this white girl with real short hair and like an undercut. And we accidentally kept making eye contact. And every time we make eye contact, she'd be like, like, she give me this cute little smile. And it happened so many times that I was like, am I in a music video? Like, is a song by the fray going to fade in? And then she kept smiling at me. So I started just not making any facial expression. Like if she'd look at me and do the smile, I was like, okay, like, what are we doing? Um, but we're facing each other on the train. And I, what I learned that day was that there are people that have train bodies. So like people that consistently take public transportation know the train jerks and they know when it jerks. And I don't take public transportation. So Rachel would be like, jerks coming. And she'd say it right before. And I'd be like, <laughs> like jerk back or jerk forward. So there were a couple times where I almost like knocked into her. And I was like, sorry, sorry. And I was like, what's going to happen is I'm going to like fall into her. And then like, I don't know, like a Celine Dion song is going to start playing and then we'll be lovers forever. And like, she's got her like suitcase. So obviously she's going to O'Hare and she's leaving and we'll be like star-crossed lovers that never see each other again. But obviously I was being really weird. Anyway, so that keeps happening. And then at one point I turn to face away from her and after like a while she turns to face away from me. So then something like happens where like someone moves and it's easier for me to go back to facing the way I originally was. And I put my hand on the pole and then she like turned to face me again, but didn't need to and put her hand on the pole so close to mine that I was like, you have to be like writing this fan fiction in your head as well, because I don't know, <laughs> like her hand was touching my thumb and I was like, are our tongues about to battle for dominance? Cause I don't, and then the train jerked really hard and I was like, my whole body flew forward and I almost fell into this white dude who was like reading and he looked up and stared at me for so long. And I was like, but you're not going to be my ass, sir. So, and I turned to Rachel and I was like, but he's not going to be my ass. And then he looked back down at his phone and I was like, right. Cause you could have got your ass beat on this train and we would have been thrown off. And that would have been okay with me. Cause I don't want to be on here. You probably wouldn't have got thrown off the train. They would have had to like, yeah, yeah. Press the button and call the police and all that. It I takes a lot of work. To I want to tell one quick story about train eating and then we'll wrap oh, I'm this sorry. up. What's up? Undercut girl on the train. If you're listening to this, give me a call. I think that we can have something very special. Are you wow. cool with that? Tavi is definitely setting you up to get your ass beat. Because if you show up at our fucking house, bitch, I'll kill you. And she had one of those undercuts that wasn't freshly done. And I mean by weeks. Like it was like maybe she could have put you. the undercut in a ponytail. So like you know one of she, my undercuts. I don't know what an undercut is. When you only have this and then this is gone. The back and the sides is gone. Okay. Yeah. So uh, under the top of your hair. Yeah, is like cut. me. Yeah, you have okay. an undercut. Awesome. Hey, guys. James is one of the people I hate, but I know that you're just growing it out. Yeah. I hate when people don't maintain their undercuts. Just don't get a fucking undercut. Well, I was kind of forced to. <laughs> You'll be all right. One time, Nicole and I, we got on the train, and it was the red line. And we see this guy with a styrofoam bowl, and he opens it up, and it's just runny refried beans, like a soup refried beans. And he's just 
opening up his mouth and pouring it in, just feverishly <laughs> drinking this refried bean soup. Oh my god! Yeah, that it was gross. Is not a meal I'd have on the train. Oh you no! You know what I'm saying? Like, there's train food, like mm-hmm. a tuna fish sandwich. That's what you should be eating on the train. No, you shouldn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, those are really stressful. Like fries. Because you could do fries one-handed. Oh, no. Ugh. What you no, mean? you need a fucking fork. Well, James, you use utensils to eat everything. So I saw this nigga eat some cheeses with a fork one time. <laughs> yeah, so so. Like, maybe you are not the standard of train food that we're like talking about. Like a candy about. bar. The worst thing I ever food. saw James eat was a one time. bar. Hold on. Hold on. So one time James... <laughs> I already know what's coming, and why do you think this is so funny? <laughs> so the job we had catered food. Anissa, I need to see your face when I explain this. So they cater food, and like the day after, you know how we'd have leftovers, but like there wouldn't be like the meat or anything. Yeah. So I walk in to have my lunch, and James is sitting eating the leftovers, and he had a plate, and on the plate was two hot dog buns, and on the hot dog buns he had put potato salad, <laughs> and then on top of the potato salad he had put ketchup. <laughs> And that was just his life. Why do you eat like a pregnant woman? <laughs> no, that's what they had. There were so, so what? many. If they had shit on a plate, I wouldn't be like, well, I guess I got to go to town. Well, I, it was a delivery method. It was like a fun time snack. <laughs> there was something fun about that. Yeah. Okay. It was the hot dog bun. They had so many hot dog buns Did left. you... Touch the hot dog bun or did no. you cut it up into sections? I cut it up into sections. And of course you cut it. up. A hot dog bun with yeah. potato salad and ketchup. Would yeah. you eat that on a train? No. Okay. One time, the last time I had a hot dog, we got really, really drunk and really, well, I got really drunk and really high to the point where like some of the, the the night is like spotty for me. And we stopped at like Nikki's or some like truck stop uh, hot dog place. And Mac was like, what kind of hot dog do you want? And I was like, just a hot dog. And she was like, do you want like Chicago style? I was like, nope, just a bun and a hot dog. <laughs> and I don't even remember, but I remember opening it. And when I started eating it, I was like, this shit nasty as hell. It's literally, just, it was a plain ass hot dog on bread. No, nothing. No. And she was like, do you want ketchup? And I was like, nope, I'm good. And I remember like aloud, I was like, this shit is smack. But in my head, I was like, this is the nastiest. But I was so drunk. That I was like, this is great. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Because Should have put like, some potato salad on it. Uh, you're just no, like, I'm not I, don't want, I don't want anything on it. And Mac was like, are you sure? But and I was so like, drunk that I couldn't yeah, open I my eyes. Anything. And I was just like, I just want a Chicago style hot dog. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Open your eyes, Oval you with, paint. With no relish, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I think Mac was gone and I was still saying thank you. And I was just like, ooh, I'm too high for this. And I was drunk as fuck. Yeah, guys, we didn't talk about Buffy at all today, but... Check our podcasts out at mlmpod.com. Yeah, I'm wrapping it up. You can find out about I'll Get There, mostly speaking Sentai, and this movie's gay. And also listen to my rap music. It's Marsh, <laughs> Land, <laughs> Monster, <laughs> Three Words, Corey King. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You Corey. made it two words. Come on, come be on the podcast, bro. What Please. are you doing? Oh, remember he was helping his girlfriend move in with him. That was... I thought she was moving away. And I was yeah. like, that's beautiful. That yeah. they like are going to... Because if Anissa moved... Done. Son. We get a new co-host. Who would we do? Hmm. Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Corey, if Anissa ever moves away, do you want to come be the third member of What the Hell Mouth? Yeah. So you start in September. If you moved out of the city. Oh. Yeah. Wait, you're nice moving? try. Yeah. For what? We're not going to stay in that apartment. That apartment. Oh, you guys are moving. Fucking awful. Okay. Hey, dude. TC, where... Oh, also follow us at WTH. 
Pod. There we go. On Twitter. On Twitter. Follow us on Tumblr at What the Hellmouth Podcast. I, I don't really update it as much as I should, but I'm working on it. Follow me on Tumblr at T Shalise W because Shalise is my middle name and it's too late to change it. You can follow me on Snapchat at T Shalise W as well. You can follow me on Instagram at Tavia.CW and Transitioning with TC. Whichever one, I don't really care, but I would prefer Transitioning with TC because I have zero followers there. Follow me on Twitter at Tavia underscore CW. Anissa. You can follow me on Instagram, underscore Anissa Marie. You can follow me on Twitter, underscore Miss Baldez. You can follow me or you can send me some coins on Cash App at dollar sign Anissa V24. Because I'm poor. All righty. I've been James. I've been Tavia. Oh, wait. Hold on. Are you Quick. shitting me? Uh, thank you to Eric from Ranger Command for donating to our website. Thanks, Check Eric. out his we podcast, Ranger Command Power Hour, wherever you're listening to this. You can find that. And rate and review us on iTunes if that's where you're listening. Give us a five-star daddy review. What's up, TC? Is Eric married or in a relationship? Married. Never mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, Eric, you've listened to every single episode of this podcast. You can assume something that TC might have you said. You can assume, Eric. You got a picture of Eric? Yeah. You got a picture of his wife? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they've been on our podcast before, Mostly Speak and Sentai. What? Was he sitting in this chair? Is that what you are saying? I don't know. Please stop. <laughs> he's going to get a lot of humor out of this, but... I hope so. I hope he's not like, hey, you're sexually harassing me. <laughs> it's all jokes, Eric. I, I wouldn't... Uh, I don't... That's not... Anissa made a face like she thought that I would, but I would not uh, perform coitus upon you and your partner. Unless, like, you guys were into that and Anissa was too. Maybe we're all swingers. That's kind of sexy. Hey guys, I've been James. I've been Tavia. And I've been Anissa. And this has been What, what the Hell Mouth. So to be clear, you wouldn't want to swing with other people from podcasts? Jesus Christ. All right, she would not want to do that. She also doesn't want to put her mouth on the microphone. She also doesn't want to do this podcast. Oh, came in like a wrecking ball. I came in like a wrecking ball. I never hit so To break it down. All you ever did was wreck me. I, all I know is wrecking ball. That that's the only line of that oh, I know. Oh no, I I could I I could tell. <laughs> On today's episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer entitled Halloween, we learned that underneath Casper's pale doughy exterior. No, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> his exterior <laughs> on today's episode of buffy the vampire slayer entitled <laughs> <laughs> sorry go go ahead on today's <laughs> henry okay oh henry all right gotta just uh put that even though i'm not looking at any writing on today's episode <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, pull it together. It's Ooh, late. Smack myself in the face. This is the latest we've done this. On today's episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer entitled, I hear you giggling over there. It's because uh, you were like, on today's episode. Yeah, that's how your boy does it. <sighs> on today's episode of Buff. <laughs> <laughs> Not a smile. She is probably texting her other lover like, I am ready to go, babe. Come pick me up. <laughs> I'm replying to your tweet. Oh.
and this is What, what the, the Hell, hell mouth. mouth. Oh, wait. Why didn't you say What the Hell Mouth? Damn, sorry, Dad. <laughs> Shit. All right. Don't make me step on your forearms. <laughs> Did you see that post? Didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you like it? You didn't think that was funny? I don't know. Hmm. I just... Whatever, man. Okay. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash MLMPod and sign up today.